This is No Mumbai. My name is Kushi, and you're watching Unfound the Vidcast. Today we have joining us a friend of mine who is also an English literature major, and she's an enthusiast of photography, art, music, and everything teenagers are. And uh, welcome to No Mumbai and um, to actually Unfound. And um, tell me a little bit about yourself. Tell us a little bit about you and what prompted you to take English literature as a major. Okay. Um, first of all, literature was not my first choice at all. I was aiming for medical, and then I somehow ended up here because I write, I read a lot. I travel a lot, so I'm an aspiring travel journalist, and I love, 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 love watching movies and reading books and analyzing everything that's underneath it, and what inspires the author to write and to make whatever art they create. That's why I'm a literature major now. Oh shit! It's okay. It's okay. Yeah. It's very pretentious. It is very pretentious. Ah, okay. I'll cut it out. Don't worry. Continue. Do you just want me to dive into the topic? No, I told you to introduce yourself. Okay. So, um, funny story. English literature was not my first choice at all. I was aiming to do medical, and I back in tenth grade when I had high, high hopes and everything, and uh, somehow I ended up here and. Uh, I guess it's because I used to read a lot as a kid. I still do, and um, I wrote. I in the, after school when I started college, uh, I started writing a lot. When I was, you know, going out and exploring everything around me, the new world. I was not a kid anymore, and I was, you know, going everywhere, going places, meeting people, and that somehow just gives me the inspiration to put everything down on a paper. And you know, when you're a reader and then you're a writer, what better to do than English literature, right? So that's how I took English lit up, and I'm also an aspiring travel journalist. So yeah, stepping stone to me becoming Ranveer Kapoor from YJSD. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so that's me. That's why I did English lit. That is a very interesting story. I mean, look at this. Look at where. Look at this whole circle, and look at how you've come to. From medical, you I believe you also did commerce for a while, and then yeah. you you come all the way to you know you travel all this way and ultimately land at like a completely different, completely unrelated you know this. No, um, like okay, every other stream that I've ever taken completely unrelated to what I did previously. Life is unpredictable, spontaneous. <laughs> <laughs> we we sort of like a lot of us actually in college with like this embody, embodiment of like you know um completely of of doing things that are completely unpredictable things things that are not expected of us at all so i'm yeah. actually i'm 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 really i'm glad that we get to do this you know that we can just like completely you know flip from one thing to another and that you know i mean of course there must have been a lot of resistance a lot of fighting on your end 
but uh, as there was on all of our ends you know when we kind of come up with this idea of hey you know what i'm going to take arts and there is this what <laughs> you want you want to know so um when i told my grandma that uh, i'm going to drop commerce i'm going to not do commerce and i'm going to do literature she i kid you not the question she asked me was did you fail in the and you're not telling me that you're going and doing arts and i was like what the fuck <laughs> okay then <laughs> that's how it is <laughs> I was like, no, Nani, I did not fail. I'm completely fine. I have a great, great. I just want to do this. Yeah, no. Somehow it's not choice, you know. When it's a since our topic today is a lot about um, art and music, and you know, I I I remember this one particular post that I saw on um, Instagram that said, in times of uncertainty, you turn towards artists, and I kind of wanted to send that to. every person that ever told me that oh my god you took arts there is no better time to talk about this than right now because you're in quarantine right and everything you're doing whether it's painting whether it's singing whether it's listening even listening to music watching movies these are all art and this this is not something that it's not a new concept millions of us students especially have pointed this out that you have turned to art as a concept just because you don't have anything else to do and nothing else gives you the kind of happiness and the kind of motivation to think the way art does you look at the painting and feel either be pretentious like curator or whatever like oh that brush stroke but then you also tend to make fun of it but then it still serves as a medium of thought for yourself and that's what art is to people and you know and you and you know how these Yeah, exactly. And you know how these 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 um, there's so many people that have turned to art for therapy, and they come out and they say, oh, it's catharsis, and oh, it's this, and oh, it's that. And I was like, that's always, you know, there is a kind of therapy that's called art therapy. You know, there is art is helpful, music is helpful. It kind of it makes your whole brain work. You know, my mom's been preaching that from the beginning. Bombay is sort of this room. It's it's this city that is crazy, sweaty. tinky at times frustrating at times and just everything negative for anybody who's not lived in bombay but for people who've lived in the city it's this i don't know it's this romanticized beautiful version of a city yeah so okay so it it actually operates uh both ways actually it's very interesting to see this because um both the thought processes exist on both sides can i just say that um i mean now maybe not so much maybe a lot of people who don't stay in bombay come to bombay and are like oh my god i hate bombay i want to go home everything is so much here and i just i just want need some distance but um in most of the movies that we see most of the movies most of the songs that we hear um are from the pov of someone are from the point of view of someone who's either recently migrated or is like exploring themselves in the city and they have such a push and pull relationship with the city anyone who stays here okay whether they've migrated from somewhere else or maybe or maybe they've been born and brought up here um it's not to it's not the extreme end of a of a spectrum right it's not a, like a completely i love this city relationship or completely i hate this city relationship it beautifully varies time from time to time in every single person there are times when um, you know so if you okay i have a couple of students 
if you take songs for that uh, instance, right? So you take taxonomy, not Ogera, Ka, Bombay, Nagarya. Most of the lyrics, okay, especially the music, the when you when someone singing about Bombay, the melody, the tune of the song is so makes you feel so good about the city. Like, I mean, like oh my God! Can... So the whole this whole song, right? This one, ah, uh, yeah, Bombay, Meri Jaan, all of these, all of these songs have such the bops, the bangers, the. That upbeat tunes. When you listen, if you just listen, you're just hearing the song, it's like wow, it's such a feel-good song. It's so nice. But then when you listen to the, to the lyrics, it's like they don't actually want to be in Bombay. <laughs> Do you, you know what I mean? Uh, so yeah, that that lyric, lakh 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 rose aake bas jate hain, is shahed is shahed se parake bas jate hain. And there's yahan time ka matlab paisa. This is this is a huge thing in Bombay. Okay, everyone. Everyone is constantly running. Okay, I live very close to the highway right now. Like you can see the highway from my window, and it's never empty, never empty. It was empty for the first month when Corona was going on, and now it's just there's normal traffic here. Just a testament to how true it is that Bombay never sleeps. Bombay is nothing. Nothing can stop Bombay from doing its thing. Eventually, we will all learn to come out. Time is money, and they both they're big on that. They would not lose their time. Bombay Nagariya is one of my favorite, ultimate favorite songs. You know, there are times when you're just, you just miss Bombay. And another song that I have been listening to since before I came to Bombay was "Yeh Hai Mumbai Meri Jaan." So let's talk about "Yeh Hai Mumbai Meri Jaan" because that one song and that particular phrase is used so much. It's used in like dark movies, which kind of depict the bomb blasts. It it's used in. You know, positive songs where they're like, "Yeah, Mumbai, Meri Jaan." You know, like it's I love this city. You know, so Bombay classic. You think of Bombay and you relate to you relate it to this song. The yes. moment anybody asks you about Bombay, they quote this song. Absolutely, it's a given. It's a, it's like a universal fact. The sky is blue, the sun is a star. Bombay, yeah, Mumbai, Meri Jaan. That's what that rhymes. <laughs> anyway. So yeah, Bombay classic, right? Yeah. And again, uh, ongoing the, the ongoing theme of with a really adorable, upbeat, really good melody with the lyrics. Just at some point, he says that yeah, milta hai sab kuch par milta nahi dil. And uh, I don't know. I think a lot of people would disagree with the statement because. I don't know if you if you travel in a Mumbai local, you know there will be people who are always who just they just know that okay this is your first time traveling or it's the first time you've come to this crowded station. So like many bar I have. That's what I think. That happened the first time I traveled from Georgetown to Bombay because Harbour Line, uh, at least the hours I traveled in were not that crowded. So I was like okay fine. But it was early morning and middle of the afternoon, so it's fine. But Western is just perpetually. Crowded, and uh, they're very kind. They're like, yeah, okay, go, it's fine. Very bad hair. So nahi aata, nahi hai yahan pe. They they let you go. So does the city not have a heart? Probably not. But also, the city, the kind of people has, um, the kind of competition it has. I mean, in comparison to the hopes people get when they come here, 
to you know when you compare that to what they get in return probably it it, it may prove to be a heartless city and uh, yeah and this song particularly gives you two different points of view uh, where rafi's uh, uh this this particular song gives you two different point of views where rafi's uh, lyrics mostly are you know bombay you know painted to be all this nice developed city everything is there but a man can't find his personal livelihood like the the you know the road to essential survival is very tough on the other hand geeta that's uh, lyrics right um they're very they're obviously very very counter uh what's the word opposite they're just the opposite yeah 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 so geeta that's lyrics are completely opposite okay she says that um bura do a lot of it yeah yeah she says uh, she says she basically says that you know whenever whoever struggles the country uh, sorry the city rewards it in return and whoever is trying to get the job and they they actually very disciplined and they're putting their 100% this never happened in the city because of what so you see how there's two different narratives created by two different people and the, the thing is you will find everyone falling in either of the category everyone is either you know bombay started bombay this that that there's a lot of competition you cannot survive there you cannot survive there you have to have so many you know you have to have a lot of intellect and you have to have the resources everything to get to where you are but then there are people who are like no i came to bombay and bombay changed my life opportunity to chance so that's one of the reasons that i think this song has been raised to become the bombay classic song to the how bombay is recognized through the song and i think it's really wonderful it's wonderful there's two different sides to how people keep and yeah what what better could it be you know but even even in this even in like this this part of the the lyrics um i'll tell you what um uh, it's this um kahi building kahi tram mein kahi motor kahi mill you know this is such a beautiful reminiscent of what bombay was at that time like it was this hub of industrial revolution that was only restricted to bombay and that didn't spread to the rest of india you know it was like cotton mills in bombay and we're going to have an episode on the mills as well stay tuned but we'll we'll it, you know it just and we had the trams and we had you know cars and we had mills and we i mean this city was like it's always been two steps ahead you know not two i'd say five steps ahead of everybody in mentality wise people wise crowd wise just you know even terrorist attacks wise i mean it's just it's it's just always been ahead natural disasters wise wise man i mean you know someone said something really weirdly funny insensitive the other day that um मुंबई हर चीज में आगे रहा है तो कोरोना में क्यों पीछे रह जाएगा आई डोंट नो वेदर टू फील हैप्पी और सैड और अपसेट अबाउट दैट बट इट जस्ट इट वाज वियर्डली इट वियर्डली मेड सेंस यू नो दैट द सिटी हैज ऑलवेज बीन लाइक हे यू नो व्हाट आई एम आई एम द फर्स्ट टू बी गुड एट गॉथिक architecture i'm i'm you know it's one of the few cities in india that has such brilliant gothic architecture that has not been maintained well you 
have been um so since you've talked about like um, mumbai meri jaan and uh, bombay nagariya one thing that i have seen in taxi number 9211 is that they're trying to show you this class divide which brings me to a movie made i mean they, they show you class divide but very loosely and so one particular movie that comes to your mind again in recent times that is sort of this embodiment of uh, mumbai but the people that the very people that make mumbai gully boy you know this this that that segment of mumbai society that has never ever been portrayed you know so especially this these this mumbai rap you know that's that's come up and that we probably didn't even know existed you know the slightly more um, not spoken about part of uh, artistic expression which is art in itself you know where i'm i'm talking about paintings and poetry and you know just that part of art and that part of uh, expressing oneself so i mean one thing that everybody in mumbai knows about art is kala ghoda art festival that has been one sort of like a benchmark for art you know so if that it, it, if it's a foreigner if it's a fancy you know nri if it's if it's the south bombay crowd it's the north south bombay crowd that's basically everybody else in mumbai everyone flocks to kala ghoda to see kala ghoda i mean at that one point everybody including like you know it it kind of for me it's like an equal space because everybody's on that street everybody's clicking pictures everybody's being equally stupid you know in kala ghoda everybody's like selfie photo you know like oh my god but my point is that although it is this lovely expression of art especially the kind of art and the pottery that is in the museum part of um, kala ghoda you know that's that's in the uh, little garden behind um, uh, the vastu sangrahalay um, vastu sangrahalay that 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 uh, art is not really understood by a lot of people that come there including you know the 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 south bombay crowd sometimes they just go there because it's kala ghoda and there's a lot of other people that just come to kala ghoda because kala ghoda because you know in bombay we have a new place to go to other than marine drive or you know the regular um, historic spots that are just that's why my opinion is not something that uh, you know you go to like if you go to a museum specifically you will be like okay this art piece is good and i am going to have an opinion about like an educated opinion about you know what is being shown when i don't think kala ghoda i don't think kala ghoda uh, in particular is you know for i don't think it's something common people like you and me go to to you know form an opinion about something it's just, it's just an exhibition it's like it's like okay there's a there's a i don't know i saw like a giant as globe at some point in i think last year or last last year and i was like yeah okay it's the globe you know, we're not qualified enough to you know say if it's, if it's good or not it, that doesn't stop a lot of people you know be like it's it's a class no i mean a lot of people aren't like okay i'm not going to someone's artworks so i'm not going to see a lot of people have opinions about it does not mean that they're valid opinions or they're you know things that need to be followed and kala ghoda is really not a space for a call, for like the common public like you and me i think it's people for people so uh, people for more artistically inclined um whether it comes to paintings graphics or whatever and a lot of kalagoda also features a lot of self made people 
who have created products, be paintings, be household things, be jewelry. They they've created it for themselves. And I a major problem I think with people is that they often associate artistic capability with nobility. It shouldn't be a thing because like a earring or a, or a or a set of crockery becomes a better piece of art than an art installation because art installation is not you know it's something you can use in day to day life and I don't think that's how it I don't think that's how art works. Sometimes art is just meant to be there for your either visual pleasure or for it to serve as um a a medium through which you think about things. I think that's what art does. I don't know to what extent the Kalangura Arts Festival particularly, you know, fulfills that function of art. But yeah, I still don't think that most people go there for critic for you know art critic art uh, art criticism or appreciating it or whatever. I think it's just it's it's more of a tourism thing than a art. Yeah, but I feel like you know, um, Kalakota has its like attempt. I mean, because it's an arts festival, it it, it does attempt to make that. Um, um, I mean, not even attempt. Actually, it makes that you know that effort of putting in the art. You know, so you have Jangir Art Gallery where you where they have these fancy sightings and all of that. I've been two times, I think. But um, but again, I'm not a very I, I don't understand it unless someone explains it to me very well. So there was this, there was just one time when someone explained a painting to me, and it 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 was way deeper than you know. It was it was not just a woman holding a pot. At that, it it just looked like a woman holding a pot, and I was like, okay, it's a woman holding a pot, and it's a very nice painting. It's very well done with like the everything. To say you don't, so that this guy walks up to me and he goes, you that's not how you appreciate art. So I was like, okay. Okay, then I'm. What is it? Explain it to me. So he's like, okay, I, it's our fault that we didn't have like they generally have descriptions, you know, explaining stuff. Yeah. But this particular painting didn't have anything. So he explained it to me. He said, you know, this is this is um um a woman holding a pot, but there is so much meaning to it. You know, every curve, every angle, every this, every that. And I was like, okay, now I don't. You know. Ten minutes later, I'm like, okay, now this is not just a woman with a pot. So I'm not going to delve into what he explained because I'm going to keep that to myself. But he he kind of gave me like a long explanation, and I was like, I I don't know what I would have. I I don't think I would have taken this experience back with me. You know, I wouldn't have taken it home with me if you didn't tell me this. So I don't even remember the other paintings over there. It's just that one woman with a pot, and that's it. I remember what? one woman. Sorry, yeah, that's what. So you need to be, you need to be artistically qualified to know what you see. And I don't think the majority of the population that goes there is, and that is also perfectly fine because I think at the end of the day, art is up to interpretation. How do you pronounce interpretation? Inter- interpretation. Interpretation. Yeah. So art is, you know, there is always subjective judgment to what. everyone is seeing and you cannot stop that um you can only you know judge how valid that is because uh, the kind of work that that's put in to create the piece of art that you're seeing will obviously have way more artistic integrity way more artistic knowledge than anyone else who's seeing it that's why you have someone called art crit- art critic which is i 
personally i don't think is a great job because who are you to criticize what this person did exactly. mean something to them right it does not need to mean the same thing to you so yeah and most people they just go and they're like yeah okay it's it's an insult that's all it is that's all it is to them and that's also fine it's it's how they see it fine cool does that determine how good or bad it is no no it does not that's the point that i think that's for me the thing that needs to be known when it comes to art and how you form an opinion about it very true very true so um i'm pausing it all right so with this um we have come to the end of our wit cast yay clap 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 i think um we've had a very interesting conversation on on um art and music and i mean i never thought of our city in this way look at me getting squeaky and excited because tonight i'm just going to put on some music bombay music and just like you know drown in the fields and think about this conversation that we had and i hope that everybody that watches this vidcast takes back a little piece of this with them and um tries and understands art next time and doesn't just click selfies at kala ghora um i'm support support local artists follow instagram pages there are so many so many brilliant people out there putting out music putting out visual putting out art like actual art like like drawing painting whatever and graphics graphics there are so many people are putting out so many beautiful graphics out there please 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 discover them follow them talk to people support them give them the recognition that they deserve because bombay is bombay is a cultural hub okay and it has so 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 many people who are doing this on a daily basis Thank you so much for joining us, Shruti. This was such a lovely conversation. Thank you so much for joining us, guys. If you liked this podcast, you should um, like, share, subscribe, and on. If you're listening on Spotify, then please follow us. And if you're um, um, if you like this, and if you like No Mumbai, uh, please. Don't forget to share this with your friends. Follow us on Instagram. Shruti's handle is here somewhere, and my handle is here somewhere. The track we've used is "Alien Time Machine" by the very talented dudes over at Candy Floss, streaming on all platforms.